Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 61 of Up and Down Golf Podcast with your host Slim. My co-host Benny Golf. Benny, what's going on? You got a big grin on your face right now. What are you what are you giggling at? I just completely remembered something like last second as soon as you click record. I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to find time to squeeze something in. Um, fellow listener Caleb, our boy, he uh he, he reached out to me on Instagram this morning and he was he's like, Oh, I just finished the pod and basically sent me this like one minute voice memo that's kind of funny and i think i'll play it like maybe a little bit later it's kind of jokes he just shreds you apart a little bit shreds me apart yeah do you know this guy or no caleb caleb back because uh your beacon is putting last episode (laughs) but let's just hear it now yeah okay well i'll play i'll play a bunch of it now maybe not the full minute but here you go hey uh benny shanks it's uh caleb yips here um just finished up the pod. Um, I, I, I think I heard at the end about my putting from your uh, shitty pod host, uh, self-proclaimed Slim. But I mean, his body looks like a frog. Got these long ass legs, a short, wide torso. But uh, seems like he forgot to mention that I carried his ass through all those doubles and shit I was watching. His ball striking was horrendous. Guys were reverting to lessons. Like, come on, I've never had a lesson in my life and I'm still out here carrying this guy by the nutsack. Yeah? I just, uh, I find it a little disrespectful. Uh, guys talking a big game about my putting. Like, yeah, kick and putt. But it's, it's, it's an absolute atrocity to see him get from tee to green. Holy. But uh, anyways, don't... Uh, don't forget to mention that I carried his ass to our match. So there you, um, there you go. <laughs> Dude, there you go. So, so I was funny. cracking up on work, at work. He sent me that. I was dying. When did he send? Like, because that would have been the our late, most latest episode, right? Yeah, yeah. He sent me that today, like just around lunchtime. I was dead. Well, what were you thinking <laughs> so, when you first got a voice message from? You're like, what the fuck's this guy want? I don't know. He's you he must be the odd time vote something on the pod that I say, or he also mentioned the fact that I was going to mention this anyway that I ended up actually getting a win on the W in the Benny uh, Benny Betts category because uh, I had Fitzpatrick in the last one, so we've got Ooh, two that, wins finally. That's fucking big for the program. <laughs> and Betstamp's not even sponsoring it because they've returned our calls. <laughs> I know, I know. I think Josh is on vacation to be honest, so we might figure it out. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, yeah. So he was just texting me or messaging me about that stuff and sent the voice. My mom was fucking dying. Did not know what to expect. But like, got me going. I hope everyone like I heard it very clear in my like my ears. So I hope yeah. that that translates well because dude, that is the funniest <laughs> funniest voice I've heard today. Just yeah, fucking yeah. unreal. <laughs> just it's, dude, yeah. he's so rattled too because when we played in that match, he did. I played like shit. My ball strike. Actually, I started birdie birdie. So fuck that guy. But um, after that, it went it went pretty tough. But dude. I was in his head from like the first absolute hole and we were partners he, and he just couldn't believe it. He said after he goes, guy, I was in shambles. Guy built a condo in my head, was living rent free after the first hole. <laughs> he goes, way to build confidence in your partner, eh? <laughs> Fuck, that guy's hilarious. Unreal. Dude, that's man. good. That's a great entry. I said, you wanted to hold that off. That's the way you start right there. Just, just 100%. unreal, unreal. Um, before we get into it, just trying to give a shout out to the meat bags this weekend. Uh, boys came up big, went four and zero in our hockey tournament. Absolute booze fest. It was a good time though. Um, shout out to our goaltender Hunter Ferguson tore his MCL in the final game and still played through. We want we won in overtime. 
That's no good. No, no, it's has he, not. Has he heard it, heard it like that before, or is that like a first time thing? I don't know. I didn't really ask him. We didn't do. We didn't really know until like this morning. I texted him. I was, oh, he texted me actually, and, and then I was like, "Oh, how's your knee?" And he was like, "Oh, it's a torn meniscus and a torn something else." But that is not ideal. <laughs> but dude, he stood on his head. Uh, you know, when you like men's league, you just have those goalies that like that. This is the difference maker. Like we should have lost probably two or four games we played. But he was just. just yeah, being a brick wall back there, Good just dialed. Poor dialed. guy, though. Yeah, and then get this. So I, I, I run the team, right? So I made the team, and everything. My buddy mm-hmm. Brody Muckler, we, we win the trophy. He, guess what? He goes up and takes the trophy. Can you believe that? <laughs> what, I would do it too, man. What, you what a scumbag! What a scumbag! He probably had like two points in four games. OT winner, game winning goal. Shut up! Wow. wow. But the Saturday night, the Saturday night, I was horrendous. I, I. I legitimately probably shouldn't have. Why well, shouldn't have played? Like hands down, I fell over three times. I fell over the goal line, then fell over the hash mark, then fell over chasing the puck, and then got up and changed. And that was in like a ten second thing. So that's yeah. insane. That's disgusting. Say. Yeah, it was a good. Seeing too many pucks out there. Guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. Anyways, let's get on to the more important things that people want to listen to: RBC Heritage, Harper Town Golf Links. Good finish. I mean, I was on the couch most of the day sleeping because I wasn't, yeah. you know, a little tired. But I watched like the last seven holes and then the playoffs. What a win, eh? I thought I thought Spieth was gonna win it. His dude, he had two putts on the the first playoff hole and second playoff hole. I was like, holy, he yeah. almost full sell. The way he threw his hat though, I wasn't like throw the. But then he threw it. He looked like kind of just like pouty. I don't know. It was kind of weird. I think he was just that stunned. Like we were kind of laughing, me and my dad on the couch as well because, like. That was just such a tough lip out. It's not even like it had bad pace and, and like was gonna lip out because it was absolutely crushed or something. Like it, it dripped off that lip <laughs> and he just missed it. Like you know, you, the best part was the crowd reacting in the background. Like you saw everyone in the stands just like heads on their hand or hands on their head. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, dyslexic. Dyslexic. That was a slim moment. Yeah. Um but my buddy was actually there. He was there at the tournament. He said it was an insane atmosphere for the playoff. And, like, Dude, that whole build-up area was just going nuts. Was it not hard for – like, were guys going back from 18 to 17? Or no? Like, did, did – That's was a good question. That. I was trying to figure that out, but I was like, there's no way guys are getting back and forth, like, that cleanly. Because, like, people, I think, that had seats probably would have stayed. I want to I guess. But I, I don't know. That's a good question. You think? You think people you who have, like, really, like, Yeah, if I had prime seats – like in the stanchion, then I'd maybe wait and just sit there, especially like the older people that don't want to be running around. Like they probably didn't want to move and just took their chances that it was coming back to them. But then, but like, I, I don't know, all the young people they, buzzing around are just probably following. I feel like at that time, too, like you know, like you're they're already on 18T basically by the time you're leaving. So you're not yeah. going to get a good view of, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, that would suck. You sat there, left, went back to 18, and had to go back to 17, and then come back to 18. Yeah. But, dude, that one thing I noticed of that playoff, like, obviously it was a sick one, but I find normally there's, like, a colossal error made in playoffs where guys maybe both do it at the same time, like, hit bad shots. Yeah. I, I don't know if you could say there was a bad shot hit in that whole playoff. Like, even the putts, like, everything, like, had a chance. Like, maybe the odd, like, misread by a little bit, but, like, their iron shots and their tee shots were just... Oh, so dialed. You Dude. knew something like that was going to happen, like how Fitzy won with almost holing out from like, what, 160 yards? 
Yeah, I couldn't believe like the first playoff was like it was you know nothing like too crazy a twenty footer and a thirty footer and then speed had to go up and down but or sorry he lipped out but then like the next one dude they both hit it to like within ten feet stuffed it yeah that par and three looks intimidating as shit the fact that both of them missed that putt like speed's putt I couldn't believe he just didn't hit it and then yeah because Patrick he had the same putt virtually almost on seventeen he, he pushed oh it went right and that time he went left but mm -hmm. dude it was nuts and then that 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 shot man his first one when he when he walked it off and then it, it just it, it didn't stop deep. for him yeah yeah it's like oh and then that one just almost goes in i mean yeah. i'd rather see i'd rather have a guy hit a great shot to win a tournament than someone hit a bad shot to, to lose a golf tournament right yeah I, honestly i wanted Vitzy to just hold that one out like i live bet speed a little bit in the morning because obviously he's my favorite player and i saw him in that situation i was like why not but like at that point as soon as i saw the ball tracking that that close i'm like at this point just go in like Odds yeah. of speed kind of matching, and I, I didn't really think we're super high, so it would have been really sick to see him hold out. But either way, like Fitzy's a stud. The guy's tempo is so quick now, eh? I mean, do you notice that? It's very upright as well. Oh yeah, very upright. Super strong top hand. Like yeah. he's got a bunch of little knacks with his swing. But I mean, he was due. Like I said last episode, he was sneaky due. So I guess just to bring it up again, that that was that's that's your second win second win yeah so we got two that's actually really good man Who, who's your first two... one um uh, my first one oh shit what was it it wasn't homo was it homo homo i said homo <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember it was early it was one of the first like five or six, like six tournaments i think it's funny that you always bring up that's really good that's really good <laughs> Like every time, even last year, like, dude, we did really good. We had like two or three we picked, and then you're like, this year, if we, if we can get like two or three, like, that's really good. Like, <laughs> it is because I, if you go on like websites to look and guys who pick every week and like post it on their blogs and shit, like, most of the analysts who are like claim they're golf analysts know all this shit. Like, they only get like two right a year. So, I mean, the fact that we've got two, well, I've you, got two. You've got you're two. slacking, you've got but two. Yeah, it's, I got it's also two not ride with It's not ride with Slimmy, right? So I understand. Like, I understand. But you, you were good last year, and you've been close this year. But to have two by, like, barely after the first major, like, that's pretty solid, man. I, we're on pace for, like, four, which would be insane. To put it in perspective, though, like, Fitzpatrick one was roughly plus 2,500. And then I think that was pretty similar to the other one that I would have won. So you do that math, like, that's basically 50 free tournaments like that you're getting in betting because winning two at 25 to 25 to one is basically what that is. Like you're getting 25 more tournament bets. So that's why getting one or two is really good because there's only so many events in the year. Like if you're betting certain yeah. amount of units, right. But yeah, so solid stuff. Hmm. That's interesting. I had something I was going to say, forgot about it, but I don't know. Talk about Fitzy a little bit with, uh, with what was in the bag there this week. Well, that's the big thing. I mean, it's funny we had this conversation I think what two episodes ago about would you have a mixed bag of, of woods? Yeah. And sure enough, this this guy, man, this guy's got a mixed bag. He is, is a not case, dude. He's five five year old driver. So he's a TSI three. Big plug for Titleist. And then he has different brands of wood. So he has the four thirty max three wood. Mm -hmm. And then he has the ping four ten seven wood. So the ping four and ten is like I think three years old because the 425 is in between that, right? Yeah. Two of his three woods are from like three plus years ago. Right. And then he has 10 year old irons. He uses the S55 ping irons. Now that's just from five to pitching wedge. His four mm -hmm. iron, I believe, is a I230, which is like this year's model. Yeah. And then he has the the SM9 wedges. wedges. 
with those rocks. irons quickly i want to ask you what you, what you think is like do you think that these irons are the same ones he's been using for 10 years or just the same model and he's like refreshing them because like they probably saved them oh, like put aside I, a bunch of like sets yeah i i think it's the same model that he just gets new ones because i'd be crazy if he was just using like 10 year old i mean like listen i think he's using them way longer than a regular guy would use his i mean yeah. irons aren't too bad like it's not like guys are going through irons each week it's not like they're wedges but yeah. i think he is extending the life you know more than the average guy would with mm -hmm. irons because dude eventually they're gonna like he's the, this is the biggest issue grooves. this is the big well this is the biggest issue is that a guy like that's that finicky about stuff that could be like a game changer <laughs> like yeah. when he can't get him anymore to like like hitting like his ball striking yeah exactly his ball striking essentially in the last well in the u.s open he won and this essentially i want to say one on the golf tournament because there's way more shots than just the one but solidified mm. both wins was two great iron shots yeah so, so i mean hopefully they set aside a bunch of old sets for him or like maybe can yeah. easily recreate them but i wouldn't yeah. say that's the case next you know he's going to be on, on ebay like patrick marlowe was with the pumps he's going to be like yo who has s55 ping irons i need them dish them dish them uh, so he's got the SM9 wedges, which is pretty standard. And then his putter, dude. So I guess he has this yes putter, had this yes putter, and then uh, Bert Natty. Bert, mm -hmm. Yeah, Bert Natty. I didn't write down that, but I think that's what it is. Um, yeah. Basie was like, we want to sign you for a putter. And he's like, okay, well, I want this. And they pretty much made the exact same putter as yeses. So he's apparently used this putter for like ever. Jeez. Um, he just had to change the brand because he was getting paid. I don't know why yes wouldn't. I mean, I guess yes isn't really around, but girl, yeah, I guess yes, that would be the case. Yes is a big, big deal putting company. So, and, and the putter's name, the, the DAS, so D A S S B B I fits. Like it's as like it's legitimately his own thing. Yeah. Like his own little model. Dude. That's and cool. get this. He also has a second driver that he uses on the range that has a flat cat grip on it. You know, those flat cat, those like lime, yeah, or, yeah. like not lime orange, uh, lime green. Yeah, he uses that. So he obviously can't use that in a tournament because it's it's because well, he just can't. Oh, it's flat. Yeah, but I guess because he plays a draw and because he has a strong grip, it mm -hmm. helps him enforce his natural swing pattern and makes his make sure he's rotating through his chest at impact and not flipping his wrist. Interesting. Yeah, how crazy is that? That is pretty wild. And was he the stat with like the sixty-two and sorry, sixty-two out of sixty-three putts? Was that him as well? Yeah. So golf digest someone posted that it was 62 of 62 but he missed like an he missed like a seven foot six inch putt on 17 so i don't know where that came from true um on like in the actual round but um and then i, I guess they didn't count the playoffs because i think he then well he it might have been outside eight feet the one he it would have been close, yeah but yeah uh, from that i i just made it up myself I, he was 63 for 62 because he didn't have an eight footer or I guess he would have been 64 for 63 because then he would have made his whatever inside two putt on 18. But yeah, but yeah, basically only missed a couple the whole weekend, which is crazy. Yeah. Now, I think like probably 30 of those at least would have been from like inside three feet. Yeah. So it's, it is a little bit of a weird stat. They should do like a still, four from eight or something like if, that. If an amateur had a stat even close to that, they'd be absolutely thrilled because that means they're probably shooting a lot closer to par. Well, and you wonder why he wins, right? Like, dude, even the par putt he had to get into the playoff. No, not to get in the playoff. The first playoff hole was like six feet. Yeah. And he, he does it so dead, quick, too. Dead, he just dead straight. walks up in the drop. Knocked it in. Boom. Yeah. I, I just can't. I don't like how he uses the flag stick, dude. I yeah. Just, it really it bothers, bothers me. me. Yeah. It, yeah. it bothers me I, too. I hate it so much. Like, especially like they were saying how the wind's like howling and shit. Like, there's no way you're not standing there and the flag shadow's like moving and then all you hear is freaking. 
as you're trying to pilot, like, I, I, especially for a guy that that's he's so finicky. Like, I can't believe that's something that doesn't even phase him. I know, and, and I love how he takes the flag out to read the putt and then puts it back in to whack. To, and it's funny because guys are like, oh, he plays fast. Um, he, he leaves the flag stick in. Okay, well, dude, he also it, takes it yeah. out. Like, so it's contradicting <laughs> that statement. And yeah. I just think, yeah, I, I'm a big no. But half the reason I don't like the pin is because I like reading the putts from behind the hole. And I yeah. I just don't like it. So, I mean, I'm not going to put it in, take it out. Put it, and I just think it's dumb. But For sure. Um, well, but I guess him and Nelly Court, apparently, someone said that they could play, they think, 18 holes under two hours. They want to try it I one believe time. it. That'd be like pretty cool. In, in a legit tour event. They should be, well, I guess it wouldn't make a difference because if they have partners. As I say, in that, in that, the tournament that she he's playing with, who is she playing with, Nelly? Uh, fuck. Don't remember. That's, that's in the wintertime. Her sister's playing with uh, Ricky Fowler. Ew, that's oh, Maybe Morikawa? Maybe it's her and Morikawa. Either way. But I anyways, can't quite remember, but. I was saying, like, like if they played it in that or if they just, like, went around and they were able to like test it out i mean they probably why probably would and they'd probably still shoot nasty numbers too which is the funny part dude i i bet there's a stat out there that i bet even like the average golfer if they played faster they'd probably play better uh yeah i'd believe it i'd believe it i'm not saying way better or way like way faster but not for everybody but on average probably and, and dude i guess we can go into this now so talking about wait i want to mention one more thing about his about his equipment that okay. was just like I saw it last minute. Yeah, and didn't get put it in the notes. But you see his ball, like Fitzpatrick's ball. So it's funny you say that because I was watching it and someone was like, "Oh, what kind of ball does he play? He, play, he plays a Pro V One X, but it's it's like it's weird, isn't it? Isn't there like a bunch of logos or shit on it? He takes it takes six sharpies to mark his golf ball. You know how you were saying? I just pictured you. You know how you talk about how all oh, like the night before I'm going to play a nice round or whatever. Like I'll sit at my coffee table, have a drink, and like mark my ball. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude. What good do you mean thing, like he's sharpies? a good golfer because if he's losing a lot of golf balls, that's nightmare fuel. He's spending more time marking his balls than he is playing the actual like course. He takes it's like a blue, a red, a brown, a black. Um, I oh, a couple others. I thought you meant like so he does, six to like get it like the ink, the amount of ink he uses. No, 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 no. Oh, you he mean color different colors? He puts four dots like squared around the Titleist logo, and then he puts a line through the Pro V One X. And then he puts a bigger line on the other side to like alignment. And then he puts uh, an M on the one side of the line and then an F on the other side of the line. It's Dude, insane. He, I didn't even know it was a Titleist ball when I was watching. I was like, this looks like some, I don't even know what, because there was so much shit all over it. Dude, he, he probably takes him longer to mark his balls than he does to play 18 holes. 100 dude like i was sitting there like there's no way this guy does that and the comments are all like this is literally a visual representation of what adhd looks like <laughs> that's crazy it's dude. all over the map it's funny you say because i couldn't tell what kind of ball it was either and there was a few close-ups when it was just him and speeth and it's like dude yeah. i don't know what is that what that yeah. is um okay i guess since you you broke up the my clean transition with pace of play i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go into the other news first and then and then finish up with pace of play but did you see russell wilson flipped flipped his golf cart playing golf this week like the quarterback for denver i did see that there's a picture of it right he was like half in the bunker or whatever do you think he was intoxicated or do you think he just like flipped it no one got hurt hammered hammered. it's people think that he must have legitimately not saw the bunker and drove over top of the hill and like went into it I almost like I, I would like prefer him to be like, yeah, man, I was a couple cocktails deep. Like it happens rather than like, oh, I'm an idiot. And I just drove into a bunker. Well, like, hey, I'm not saying he did that. That's what was speculated that happened. 
I know, but I'm like, I'm saying I hope he was drinking, like basically, <laughs> like to have some sort of excuse because that's like the most brick thing to do is like sober drive a cart into a bad spot. Like I've yeah. seen it before. I've seen it before. A guy at the Westview like drove a cart into a pond and I was like, how do you even manage? You guys have had zero beers. Like, <laughs> like come on. Not that the beers are an excuse, but like a little bit. What, what ended up happening with that? Did he have to pay for the cart? I don't remember what the logistics were, but I tried to get away with it, and I went all detective on him and caught him. So I what ended up. What do you mean he's trying to get away with it? He just goes so, and puts his bag. Just oh, where's the card? Oh, I gave it to the backpack actually guy. Kind of, it's kind of actually funny. So I got a, like I got a radio in when I was working, and it was like, hey, can you uh, like one of the members called? She's like, hey, like there's a car like in the pond or like something on this hole. So I was like, what the fuck? So my boss was like, hey, can you drive out and check that out? I was like, yeah, yeah. So I buzzed out. And like there was no one around, like no one around it, but a cart like in the pond. And I was like, how does that even work? And it's such an easy like driving hold the cart. I don't, I didn't get it. And then I just like, I kept driving. And then all I saw in the distance was like this group of guys. And like the one dude was squeezed onto the cart, an extra bag was on, and like they were just kept playing. So I pull on up and I was like, oh, like, what's up, fellas? They're like, uh, like they didn't speak great English, but they were like, oh, like, hi. And I was like, so. Uh, why are you like why are you squeezing on the carts like what happened are you like everyone good they're like oh like nothing like nothing i'm like dude back there i was it's one hole away one hole away there's not even a group even close to you <laughs> like what is this and he's like oh uh, uh, like i i excel i accelerated and like i slipped and i'm like i don't care how dude i'm like just give me your information we're gonna have to talk to you when you get back in and then they just carried on i was like what the fuck Dude, if they tried, like, like it's one thing to just like not say anything, but then it, it's like to just keep playing, and then it's another thing that as you come up going, oh, why are you guys gonna? <laughs> like, if he's not gonna notice a cart. It was crazy. It was crazy. Maybe they were like purposely trying to not speak the best English, just assuming that I would like maybe like just brush it off. But I mean, I was like, dude, like, I'd be going nuts if I dropped a cart into the pond. Like, I'm not just gonna continue. Like, I'm calling and saying something with these guys yeah anyway. because probably the longer it sits in there the worse it is right like 100 percent. yeah luckily it was like in a really muddy area so i think we actually got it out and it wasn't even really damaged which is oh, yeah. insane but yeah nonetheless kind of stupid so i mean that shit kind of happens but that's an example of guys who weren't weren't in the cocktails and uh i'm hoping russell was because that shit's embarrassing that's unreal that's so yeah. funny dude speaking <laughs> of like weird shit like happy gilmore type stuff Spencer Levin. So this guy, remember, he played in the PGA Tour event. I think almost, I want to say last season, last year, but like in last season, I don't think maybe it would have been in the fall series. Yeah, um, which would have been this year, I guess. But you know, he putted Happy Gilmore wise. You remember that yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah. So dude, he 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 Monday queued into a Corn Ferry event this week and won the thing. Let's go. Was that yeah, the won, guy on the I Monday the, queue? And then he won the tournament. The Dale Trail guy was posting, I think, about it on his Instagram. I yeah. think that's how I saw it. Couldn't, hasn't won ever at a PGA Tour san san ooh, sanctioned event. Whoa, whoa, have a good day. That's PGA so sick, Yeah, so that's huge for him. That, I don't know if that guarantees him a Corn Ferry card next year, but it gets definitely gets him into a reshuffle and, and probably a lot of sponsor exemptions. Oh, yeah. So, wow, what a story. yeah, full on, like not like as low as happy because like he went like all the way down like the heel, but he's like, yeah, he really, like, did a that good as, like a joke, have. right? Like he yeah. just he walked in like to that one putt, or like he does it all oh, the time. He does it all the time, dude. 
That's what? what I swear, I thought you're thinking. I thought you're talking with the guy who like did a couple tap ins and like purposely reached down. But maybe no, I'm this, this guy does it all the time. Now again, it's not as oh, low. Like, there's probably like a 18 inch two or maybe yeah, probably 18 inch gap between his two hands. So it's not like That's it's nuts. It would be like taking a wrist shot or like making a pass, basically. Like he's not all the way to the heel, but yeah, dude, he won it. Uh, can you imagine, can you imagine losing to a guy in the final round? This guy's lining up, butts like he is playing hockey. That's so sick. You can't even hate on that. No, it's good times. Good times good for him. Um, now we'll get into the real to the real uh, meat and potatoes of 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 the news. So the PJ Tour slow play rule. So you now we were talking about Nelly before you interrupted my my smooth transition. Yes, I did. Yep. Okay, so this is apparently their rule, PJ Tour's rule on slow play. So right. if a player averages 45 seconds per shot or more, they go on an observation list. So I think right. you have to have a consecutive amount of over 45 seconds, and then you get on this list. That's when you're like on the clock or whatever. No. Well, no, I think it's just legitimately just a list. No one says anything. They just like huh. are like, this guy's taking kind of slow. If you use more than 60 seconds per shot, again, I think this is like over a course of like a hole or two. I don't think it's just like one shot and you get on the yeah. list. But you get put on an individual list. So now they're like, okay, this dude is like being slow. Like someone's watching him every shot. If you do it again, that you get a warning. That's a verbal warning saying, Hey, now you're on the clock. Like if you do it again, the third time you get a penalty shot, there's no way that this rule ever gets implemented on the PGA. No. Next that's, to never. I've heard, of, I've heard of on the clock a couple of times, um, but that is basically it. And even then, like nothing's ever come from it. And Patrick Cantley's taking a lot of heat. This week, he hit. took him two minutes and 30 seconds to hit his... Now, granted, it was a weird golf shot. The ball that got stuck up on the wood. Yeah. Did you see that or no? I watched that one, yeah. I was watching yeah. it live. So, which, I was like, okay, hey, 50-50 on that one, but still two He was two also really in the hunt still. So, like, it was a very important shot. But two... Dude, that's like... That's almost three times... Well, 60. It's almost two and a half times the amount of time I should take. Now, I get it. I, you're right. You're right. It is... It was a interesting shot but a lot of people think that dude the part of golf is that you have to be able to make it like decisions quickly and like deal yeah. with the circumstances and, and if you're not fully confident that's the risk in golf you have to be confident to hit the shot so anyway yeah. sure i think that's what it also took him one minute to hit a four footer on 16 and at that yeah. point he was not really in the mix like he was but he was like a shot or two back dude yeah it's all shot. in the freaking feet shuffle like dude, it's not his decisions it's just it all oh, it's bad sitting there like i like canley man like he's He's been a lot of fun to watch past few years, but like it is just getting worse and worse. And the we talked about, I think the one clip of this driver was really bad from a couple weeks back. And but did we did we mention last week how like he clapped back with the with the one thing when he got the hole in yeah. one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's still so funny to me. Like at least he has some sort of acknowledgement of it. But I mean, fucking change something. <laughs> like it is killing me, and it's all in the shuffle. Like I can't play with guys like that. I'd lose my mind lose it who's your slowest buddy like off oh that's a good question <laughs> just tearing to the boys hey, you're gonna have to answer this after me so you better get thinking unless you I have a know. guy at the top I, I, already, I, already, I already know who, who is it who is it huge use he's the slowest guy dude he and he, he's not slow necessarily i want to say he's not slow when he hits but like he's the type of guy that's on his phone and like everyone's hit we're at a part three and it's like we yeah. you have to tell him the yardage three times and he goes oh what's the yardage and it's like, then he grabs his club and he's like, oh, yeah. And then he's slow. Like, he is probably the one of the slowest guys I know. Fair enough. Okay. I would say I kind of have two guys. And, and if you were to combine their games, it would be the slowest golfer on planet Earth. Because they're slow in their own ways. 
one guy, Sammy Leader, you definitely heard that name. He's slow because he takes a hundred practice swings. Like he's oh, the guy who has to practice swing until like, he feels that perfect one. And then he's like, Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's so it's like eight one. practice swings and he'll take like divots on his practice swings too. So then he'll be like, Oh shit, I got to like go pat this down or fill it up with sand. And then it's like, Holy shit, dude, hit the ball. So he's bad, but he also is quick at the same time. Cause if he's playing shit, he'll just fucking bite it, pick it up fucking done. So like yeah, yeah. he's a blend. And then another guy who's more like uh canal is haul it. And it's just because he's a big, like, oh, is this a par four or five? Like, oh, should I pull up my driver? Like, just questions everything and wants someone to tell him the answer. And, like, or if I'm re- he's reading a potty, like, what do you think, Ben? Like, what do you think? And it's like, well, I, I want to play my own ball here, man. So if you were to blend those two guys together, T to green would be the slowest golfer in the world. The Dude, the more than two practice swings for me irritates oh, me. That's probably the worst one because it's like. Even two is a lot. Watching it. Yeah. Yeah, two is plenty. Like I'm a, I think I'm like a one, and then I back off and just hit it. Yeah, I'm a definitely a quick a envision, one, like a quick a like, oh, I want this to fade or draw, and then walk up and swing. Two is just not enough. Or two, sorry, two is way too much. Two's like, just too just like, much. Yeah. If you need more than two shots to hit the golf ball, don't hit the golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> now I'd be a little aggressive, but either way. Yeah, two cap. All right. Well, you want to get into the between club segment? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, kind of an interesting one this week. Um, Don't sound too excited. <laughs> no, I, I am excited. I was just going to it so I didn't fuck it up. But basically, it's uh, would you rather have a hole in three in a certain round? So, like, obviously, that means you're hitting three off the tee on a par three and you hole out. So, it's like a fake hole in one. Or would you shoot, would rather shoot your personal best by one stroke? So, for me, that'd be like shooting a 75. You're low 76? Yeah. Okay. It's funny. Some guy had this happen to him on the PJ Tour. Who was it? I want to say he's like a, I don't know. He's like a like mid-pack kind of guy, but he did he did yeah. that same thing. He hit in the water and reteed and jugged it. But yeah. I'm a big, I'll tell you what, I would rather my low score because I got a hole in one last year. Humble brag. But yeah, so the three to me, like it would be just like, oh, that's a great par. Where like the low, the 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 PB low, that would be that'd be a six five. So I'd be stoked on that. Yeah, that's insane. That so that wouldn't even be like close to me. One stroke matters a lot more when you get that low, and that's why I think my answer is different. Is like if I was closer to par, then I think it would matter more. Like if I, my PB was like seventy two on a seventy two par course, yeah. then like then that one stroke's like the biggest difference, right? Yeah. But for me, like. 76 to 75 like i'll probably be but, 10 years out from now and never break it and say i shot 75 because i'll forget what my pb was that that also that number seems so much better like when you say you shot 75 to 76 like i automatically think of a low cap when you think of 75 when i think it's 76 i think ah you know it's like a mid, lucky. Mid, 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 <laughs> no just like a mid to high like i don't know anything from 76 77 78 79 to me or like this like but like anything under that 76, for me that's like, like 78 i think of 78 is that number but like anything under 78, I think is like solid. But no, for me, I think I'd rather the hole in three as much as it would be like the most frustrating moment of my life. I would also think it's like it's an unbeatable story. Like I'd way rather tell that story than hey, I shot 76, which was one better than my seven, or I shot 75, right. which was one better than my 76. But like a hole in three is so funny. Like, <laughs> dude, I I, I, I think not my I club. think pretty much everyone would take the hole in three unless you were a 90 guy that never broke 80. Or you're an 80 guy that never broke 70 or yeah. 70 to 60. 
because I or under par, even under par, because yeah. I I do agree, dude. It, it is pretty funny to just say to explain the story. Yeah, like I'd come home and be like, got a hole in one today after I hit my uh, second shot from the tee. <laughs> like it'd just be a tough one. But I think you're actually bang on with that because, like, if when even when I was not breaking a hundred. Like I tried for two, three years. Like I was just grinding, shot a hundred, hundred and one, hundred and two, hundred three, hundred, hundred and one, hundred and one, hundred two. Like I could not crack it. But if you were to tell me, hey, you can have this ninety nine, like fuck the hole in three. Like I want that ninety nine more than anything at that moment. Those differences are huge. Like I don't think there's really much. Like I said, any every ten is huge. The under par or or even is huge. Like if to one over to even or even to one under, those are three bigs. And then yeah. the the drop but like dude like you said though 76 to 75 like really like you're not gonna really know but yeah. same thing like you shoot 80 you shoot 79 like a lot of guys can't shoot 79 like that's huge as opposed to a hole in three like anyone could do yeah. that and want to hear the funniest thing too like mentioning the jumps between like breaking 190 80 and all that shit yeah. like it's actually kind of absurd my first time breaking 100 i shot 90 and my first shot or first time breaking 90, I shot 80. And my first time breaking 80, I shot 76. That's crazy. So I like blew did, it out of the did, water. You did jumps of 10, dude. You you didn't even have a nervous putt. Like, did you have a chance to break 89? Like, did you have a chance to break 90 before you had a chance to break 100? Um, or sorry, would you have had a shit chance? <laughs> that was that's I just brain fucked yeah. me. I was like, what? <laughs> would you like did you had a chance? Did you have a chance at that point? to shoot 89 as opposed to like like on 18 oh, like, like did you have a like did you miss oh, like a 15 footer for like and you would have just gapped 90s like you would have went from saying. 100 to 80 to 80s i honestly i don't this could just be me being really good mentally and i was able to forget about it because i feel like it's torture if that was the case but i don't think so like i think i like certainly the obviously the 76 like that was just a pure 76 like i grinded for that and like so that wasn't gonna get any better that day i did literally everything i could um the 90 shooting 80 um i think that was maybe the one where i was like closer to 79 but then the same thing i was pretty young when i like broke the 100 to shoot the 90 and like it was at a course that i had literally never done it at so that one i think was just uh like a grind to get 90 as well like when you're making that big of a jump you, you there's not much you can think of at the time where no, like no, oh i should have done this you know it's just like I, I don't know how many guys would have ever had never broke 100 then just automatically break 90 before they they shoot in the 90s like dude 10 shots yeah, in the golf crazy. is a lot yeah it was nuts. And then to like, almost it, do the same crazy. with the 80 or like same thing when you shot 90 to then almost do it like that one would have been probably crazier yeah it definitely was and then yeah just like those amount of jumps it was nuts like but it just shows you like those days those days i can remember so vividly like the day when i broke 80 like to shoot 76 like the guys i was playing with didn't even know i've never broke 80 before they just like assumed i had because i played like a good amount with them and like i never looked like i never broke 80 kind of yeah, thing yeah but then like i got dialed and I'm like but i'm playing especially like that good towards a six score or like one of my better scores like i'm putting everything and like taking a little bit more time like cantley would <laughs> like i'm definitely putting that effort in but no it's it was insane like having those jumps and like it, it almost felt fake when i would tell buddies because like out of guys around the same skill level and they're like oh like i'm working to break 90 and i'm like dude i broke 90 today and i shot fucking 80 <laughs> like it's sick <laughs> that's nuts that sucked yeah. you never had like knee knockers to like like when i first broke 70 for the first like i broke it at shanty bay but like arguably i had this like hit it out of play and i played everything like a hazard 
there and it kind of was a hazard like i swore i saw a red stake there like for multiple years because i worked there and i couldn't yeah. find it but i ended up i was like 160 yards out and hit like an eight iron to like 25 feet and made the part made the par putt and yeah. like i was like fuck dude that's fucked i'm like i was like it's definitely a red stake like and i got up so i was like <laughs> whatever but then i never really considered that because it was only a 71 i played not a seven like not a 72 and it yeah. was shanny which isn't the best course and it's kind of like obviously it go past you sometimes like you can just kind of hit yeah. it around but the first time i did it like last year i, ha- I made like a three-footer downhill ha- downhill knee knocker for birdie and i didn't know it was for 69 or i would have been going nuts. really i, did, I oh, thought it was to shit. break par oh damn so that's a, a little bit, surprise but i yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so but anyways yeah i, I just dude you, those things are so nervous like, you're lucky you just blow the water by 10 you're like ah oh, whatever i can six putt this and still be what i need what i wanted to do yeah, I guess. But then when you're at that point, like you're still like shooting your low score. So you're like, you, you, every stroke does count in your head. Yeah, like, no, for sure. Still want to make certain putts. But yeah, there's definitely like a good example of that was like I say, had like a 10 foot par putt. And it's like, I'm not blowing this by 15 feet. Like I would cushion it up to like two feet. And then like exactly that way, it wouldn't be stressful. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into this week. Got the Zurich Championship. So this is a little bit different little uh, aspect on the schedule. It's a two-man, right? So formats, rounds one and three are four ball. Don't get me why they call this four ball, but they call four ball, like it should just be a two-man best ball. I get they play in four guys, but essentially they call it a four ball, but it's a best ball. So each guy hits, obviously, and they take the best score that they don't, they don't, alternate shot right. they don't bet they, they just yeah they finish their hole and whoever has the lowest score they take rounds two and four are, all, are alternate shot this will be sick on sunday the alternate shot yeah. is like the deadliest thing like can change so much um and then each player in the alternate shot will take so one guy takes odds one guy takes evens which is kind of cool mm-hmm. so you really got to strategize there dude so this week uh matt fitzpatrick's playing with his brother alex oh that's unreal yeah so dude <laughs> how much thinking and and analytics will go into who hits what shot when it goes from odds to even they'll be in front of an excel sheet for like six hours this week yeah trying to that is a who, does, who does what i hope he's like, no offense i hope they don't play well because i don't even want to see all that transpire like i want them to get little tv coverage okay so this is what i thought so i'll go through how i was like how is he getting in right yeah fair enough because it's it dude this is a full pj tour event you get a two-year exemption you yeah. get um the fedex cup points get split so the the winning team gets 800 points so each guy gets 400 dude i'm serious they both get the money and the money same thing so they take first place second place add in together and divide by two and the two guys split it yeah but it's a legit event so i was like dude how did so they 80 teams of the top available pga tour priority ranking so they'll take the basically the best 80 players in the pga tour if they want to play they'll play if they don't they keep going down the list until they figure out 40 guys right yeah then you're allowed to have a partner the partner has to be a, have PJ Tour status or be a sponsor exemption. So, dude, he's getting in off a sponsor exemption, and he ha- arguably could come out of this with a two-year PJ Tour exemption. And he <laughs> yeah, gets into the, the players. Top, and the he top gets eight favorite. The tournament cent- of, of centuries, dude. He's a top eight favorite. So, like, it's not even like it's without or with. It's not. It's in. It's within reach. Holy stutter! That was a yeah. slow moment too. I have more than you this fucking episode. Of course you do. <laughs> 
But yeah, so how how nuts is that? And so he does play on the Challenge Tour, which is the basically the Corn Ferry for the European Tour. So he can right. play. So it's not like you know, it's not like he's just a his brother that can. No, like, I knew he was good. I knew he was pretty good. I I just like, wonder how many other guys nice. would get be able to get their brother. And like, I wonder if Brooks wanted to get Chase kept in. Like, if, obviously they're not on the same tour now, but if he, like, where does the line get drawn on? Like, you know, mm-hmm. would a guy like Nezzy, if he hit one of his best buddies play on tour, would they allow him since he played six PJ tour events, like being like, Oh, you're good enough to kind of play here. Like, we'll let you in. Like, I, I wonder where that yeah. line gets drawn. Obviously Alex, no, he, or Fitzpatrick. I feel like yeah. it is pretty loose though. Like I'm looking at a bunch of the names and there are so many names I've never even seen before. So it's probably, there's probably other circumstances that are similar, just not with a guy who just won an elevated event. <laughs> So, like, the chances of them getting all that prime stuff from winning is very low. Yeah. Either way, but I thought it was pretty, pretty cool. that I, I didn't think it was a full PA Tour event. I thought it was, like, um, I thought they obviously got the money. But I didn't yeah. think the FedEx Cup points. I didn't think it was a two-year exemption. Right. But it makes sense, right? Because, I mean, in theory, it's all PA Tour status players. So Yeah. Hmm. Wow, so, there are a couple good teams. Going, it's very top-heavy. Going into that, do you think... Um, like who do you got? Yeah. Um, I really like Burns and Horschel. I think that's really? an absolute power grouping. Yeah. I, I feel I just have a weird feeling they complement each other well. Dude. And I, like Burns has been playing pretty good golf and Horschel hasn't had a bad year. But and like when you look at the actual field, man, like there's really not that dude, many sick groupings. Dude, Fitzpatrick had higher odds or lower odds to win. Sorry, higher, like a less chance of winning last week than he does this week. <laughs> Yeah, right, you're you right. Plus you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right, dude. I like. I don't wild. know who Justin Stu is, but the Sahith Gala him like that's for mm-hmm. twenty two hundred as well. That's not bad. Nick Taylor. I'm honestly so like just. I'm not even picking a second grouping. I'm literally just riding Horschel and uh, and Burns. Like I don't. It's that's who I think is gonna win. Cantley and Shoffley are crazy favorites, dude, so, would, and they play really I well together really, too. I know, and I said I'd ride my guy till he and dude another top three for the pick I had. So if you do that each way thing, I'd I'd get another one. Right <laughs> I now. know we're buzzing, we're buzzing. So I, I'm gonna go Xander and Cantley, but I, I that's just because I told you I'd ride him. But I I think I think I like more Cow and Homa because more Cow has been struggling, and I think with this kind of format, I think they kind of got Shoffley over the hump too last year. Remember I said yeah, that, and then he, and then yeah, he kind of yeah, started to play one, and had I think he won another event after this. So she I think Morikawa is in like the same kind of realm as that. So I mean, not good odds at plus eight fifty, but that's who I think will like win. That. That's a good shout. I like that little comparison. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. Unreal, unreal. What an episode, eh? Thirty. Yeah. We we might have a couple new followers this week too from some of the meatbag boys. Uh, you know, so hopefully, hopefully they, you know, they thought it was good. <laughs> yeah. Tune in. It's good to see you're alive and that you're not stumbling over your, uh, everything since she, he's finally sobered up. So they're probably yeah. proud of you there. Thank you. You got any big plans this weekend? Are you going you gonna to play any golf? I want to play golf. I didn't get to play last weekend. I went to the Jays game on Friday. So other than that, I, uh, yeah, I'm just going to kick back and hopefully get around. And I should actually look look at booking a tee time now. Did you book your membership? Be uh, no, I haven't done anything yet. But I uh, said to Wesley today that I'm going to work some weekend starter shifts. So I might get a little golf from that now. Oh, so that's, that's what you're going to do. You're going to gas the other course you're looking at getting. 
Probably. I'm still going to like, I'm going to keep an eye on the Ballantre stuff. If that opens up again, I'm going to try to buy that. But for now, it's probably just going to be the view and then paying when, the play. When's, when's Westview open? Uh, next weekend. Ooh, nice. Good times. Yep. All right. Yes, sir. Well, hopefully you figure it out. Hopefully, you know, maybe try that grip thing with the flat cap. Maybe get a second driver and, uh, you know, I know, go from there. I know. All right. Well, I guess uh, until next week, hopefully you can get three wins this this, this year and uh, maybe actually become professionally betting. A gambler. Gambler. Great. Good. To, great to hear. <laughs> Cheers. So depressing. Unreal. Well, until next week, Benny, we'll talk then. Cheers, bud.